0: As parents, we are always looking for new methods and techniques to parent our children to the best of our ability. Today, we are going to hear from Sonja Schaefer, who will share some tips regarding parenting and how we can simplify our lives to be able to slow down and teach and discipline our children more effectively.
1: We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids.
0: Sonia Schaefer is a popular homeschool speaker and writer specializing in the Charlotte Mason method. She has been on an adventure for more than 20 years studying, researching, practicing, and teaching Charlotte Mason's gentle and effective methods of education her passion for homeschooling her own four daughters grew into helping others and then into simply charlotte mason which publishes her books and provides a place of practical encouragement to homeschoolers
1: welcome to the show sonia thanks so much leanne it's a joy to be with you
0: i listen to your podcast and i have So many good things to say about it. I love the, the way you talk and the information you share, but maybe some of our listeners don't know about your podcast, Simply Charlotte Mason. Could you tell our listeners about your podcast?
1: Sure. Well, I'll go way back here and give you a little bit of scope of what started that. My husband and I have four daughters, and now they're like 32 down to 24 My 24 year old has special needs though. So we homeschooled all of them all the way through using what's called the Charlotte Mason method. So we started simply Charlotte Mason to give everyone, I guess we would say a brain dump of what we know about Charlotte Mason. And then we started doing this weekly podcast just to give encouragement and practical help for not just homeschooling, but also for parenting. Because the, the approach that we use, that Charlotte Mason approach, believes firmly that the atmosphere of your home educates your child and the habits that you instill educate your child. So it's much more of a, a whole, whole view, if you will. You, you're seeing the whole scope of things. So we talk about parenting as well as homeschooling on our podcast.
0: What are some obstacles that parents of special needs children face when discipling that they may not have faced before? What can they do to overcome those obstacles?
1: Multifaceted question, Leanne, as you know, because no two children are alike, and that goes for special needs children especially. My own situation uh, my youngest has pervasive developmental delays and autism. So I can speak out of that experience at least, we had obstacles, physical obstacles, because some of her dietary restrictions were clouding her mind. Actually, the diet was clouding her mind, so we had to impose some restrictions to try and help her with that comprehension. So even things like physical obstacles could be there. There can be communication obstacles, especially My daughter, especially, has a hard time putting her thoughts into words, so it's very difficult to know what she is thinking, and when she does try to say something, it often comes out switched and twisted around, and it's very difficult to understand. And then there's comprehension obstacles as well, potentially, depending on child with the special needs and what limitations and disabilities that child is dealing with, with my child, I had to scale back my expectations. Well, let me just give you some, some overarching tips that I think might be helpful for the parent inwardly. I think. To overcome these obstacles, it helps us to simplify our lives and that would enable us to slow down and really become a student of our children, especially a special needs child, where you can study that child and observe them in different situations and find out what makes them tick, see what you can learn about that child that most likely the child can't tell you. You just have to take extra time. We do that with all of our children. But I think with our special needs children, it takes a little extra effort and extra time. And the only way we're going to get that is by simplifying our lives. And then, of course, pray. Because only the Lord knows what's really going on in that child's heart and mind. And So you want to pray, and let me also encourage parents to give yourself grace for your mistakes, because we're going to make them.
0: (laughs) In the 24
1: years I've had my child with special needs, I have made countless mistakes, so many mistakes. So being able to just take a step back, to breathe deeply, to ask the Lord for His grace, to ask Him for wisdom in that moment. I think those are keys. And again, it comes back to not being so overwhelmed with time pressures and we've got to be here and do this and do that. Simplifying that schedule, simplifying your home so you're not spending all your time trying to keep things clean and keep things organized. And there are so many things that it overwhelms you. Just simplifying your life so that you can focus on what is most important.
0: I can't agree more. When we worry about, oh, are the dishes done? I have to get the dishes done. When I was raising my kids, I remember being upset because I didn't have the dishes done that night. I can't go to bed without the dishes being done. And now I look back and I think, you know, I, I shouldn't have worried about the dishes or, you know, whatever household chore there was. Because I remember getting aggravated with my children because I wasn't getting what I needed, what I felt was important done. And so if moms, you hear this loud and clear, the chores and the dishes, guess what? I still have dirty dishes that I have to do. They're always going to be here, but I don't have two little ones running around anymore. So I think that's really great suggestions. You know, many people don't feel confident talking to a child with special needs and it's not that they want to ignore them they just don't know how to proceed to talk to the child can you give people advice
1: I can first of all say I was one of those people so <laughs> before I uh, before the lord gave me a child with special needs and it is a gift I would go out of my way to avoid people with special needs because I did not feel comfortable I did not know what to do so let me just give a few practical things number 1 acknowledge that child or that adult as a person so we're not going to ignore them but acknowledge them and the best way to do that is to look them in the eyes and smile and say hello and use their name just as you would any other person also you know as you do that try to Look past the physical disabilities, look past the limitations in this in this physical body that they are dealing with, and try to see that eternal soul that's residing in that body, to respect them as a fellow human being. And this really helps me think about how much God loves that person.
0: Oh, I love that. And
1: you are simply trying to reflect God's love to that person. And then as you greet them, I've noticed this about myself and about all of us in our, it's just part of our culture, especially when we're talking to children, we tend to immediately ask a question, expecting a response. But again, depending on the special need that you're dealing with, for my daughter, a direct question like that shuts down her brain. It puts so much pressure on her to come up with a response that You can just see her mind is reeling. So it takes some practice. But if you can, greet the person by name and then make an observation without any pressure, inviting a response, but not expecting one, not requiring one. Maybe something as simple as, it's been a long time since I saw you. There you go. It's a statement. It doesn't have to be responded to. But it's an invitation if the child wants to respond, he or she could. Just trying not to put them on the spot with a question. It will take some practice, but I think it will be helpful as well. And then if in that greeting, I would also encourage you to take your time. With my daughter, sometimes she cannot come up with a response for 30 seconds. That does not seem like long when you say it. But Leanne, if we were to pause right now for 30 seconds of silence, I think all of the listeners would feel a bit uncomfortable. And that's just the way it is. But trying to take your time and not pressure the other person. And then, one more tip, if I can avoid talking about that child as if he or she was not in the room. Oh, yes. Especially if the child cannot or does not speak very much it's really easy to just start talking over them assuming that they don't understand you that they don't hear you and that's not the case so try to avoid talking about that child as if they weren't there those are just a few tips
0: absolutely And I know it depends on the ability of the child to comprehend and understand, but can you share some ways parents can help connect their child's heart to Christ, possibly using your methods mentioned, such as mind memory?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to share what we have done. This whole mind memory might be an unusual term, an unusual term for your listeners. The idea is rather than just memorizing words and facts, like, the first Thanksgiving was held in this year, yada, yada, yada. Instead, you think about the whole experience. It's more of a story, a scene in your mind, and you can experience it in many ways. When you think about a Thanksgiving celebration with your family, okay, now there's much more that comes to your memory than just the facts. And so that's what we want for our children. Part of the Charlotte Mason approach is that education is a science of relations, forming these relations that are multifaceted, not just memorizing a bunch of facts. One of the best ways I've found to encourage that with my daughter is to read the Bible stories, the Bible accounts, because stories, a person's story, helps you form a relation with that person when you realize what the fears were involved there with that person what challenges they overcame what their desires were even what things looked like at the time that can help form that whole mind whole emotion whole heart relation i have spent a lot of time and i still spend a lot of time trying to distill big theological concepts down to simple language. Those teachable moments are so precious and you never know when they're going to happen. So if we can spend time thinking about how to take big concepts like death and heaven and salvation and sin, how do you convey that in simple terms so your child can grab a hold of it and you can plant that seed and over time it can grow little by little I think that is going to go a long way well
0: Sonia you have been wonderful so much great advice and I hope that we can get together again soon and and learn more from your method and And from your personal experience, I thank you for being on the show. Is there anything
1: you'd like to say before we part? Thank you, Leanne. It's been a joy to be with you. I guess the big takeaway from today is trying to focus, ask God to help you focus on the person, the eternal spirit that is living inside that temporary body that has limitations. And that's a journey that we all keep walking on no matter what limitations we're dealing with because we all deal with some in some respect
0: thank you and to have grace and patience grace all oh, the way yes. around with and
1: us and with others with yeah, others. yeah yes, both
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yes and, and this is how we all work together to raise strong christian kids thank you so much thank you
1: thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the spark media network that can now be heard on the edify app